So I have a rhetorical question for you. Sometimes in my homilies I have like actual questions that I want answers to. This one is just for you. This is a rhetorical question, and it is this. Do you think that God has abandoned us? If you answered either yes or I'm not sure, I think it's important to ask why. Imagine this scene. You are the prophet Elijah. The king is preparing to have you killed because God has asked you to say some things that the king doesn't like. So you fled into the desert where you have collapsed under a tree. You're without food, without water, and without hope. In despair, you cry out to God that you had enough and you are ready to die. And instead, God cooks up a miracle. Except the miracle is not a scrumptious catered banquet. It's crude unleavened bread and a jug of water. Why not a nice rack of lamb with a rosemary Dijon sauce and a 93 Bordeaux? As long as God's going to the trouble to rescue Elijah with a miracle, why not send a horse? For that matter, why not send an army? The point wasn't just to get Elijah out of the desert and back to work. God's intention is deeper than that. He wants to remind Elijah who he is and where he comes from. And so he sends simple, unleavened bread and water. And these are to remind the prophet that his people ate this same bread the night they fled from Egypt. Elijah gets the message that God provides enough, as he always has. I think we have a tendency to believe that when God intervenes, it needs to be in some huge, dramatic, cataclysmic way. Seas need to be parted. Plagues of locusts or frogs. Thousands should be fed. The sun should dance in the sky. But that's not usually how God works. God's not going to shout when he can whisper. He's not going to magic a plague away when he can use human reason and ingenuity to give us a vaccine. And he's not going to send legions of angels when he can send you. The people of Jesus' own time and place didn't recognize him as the long-awaited Messiah. They wanted a powerful military leader. They believed that God's justice would be established by force and arms and that they'd be delivered from the Roman occupation by someone that they could make their king. They did not expect that the Messiah would be the carpenter's son who lived down the street. His proclamation of the kingdom of God and his announcing that he's the living bread that will bring them eternal life sounded to most of them like the ravings of a lunatic. Like the people of Roman-occupied ancient Israel, we are often so frozen in our own worldview and expectations of how God is going to work that we can miss what God is actually up to. 
We think that when we are threatened by desperate, impoverished people, that we can build walls, physical and social, to keep them out. We think peace can be established by force. We think that our country's 3.2 million people are somehow protected by our country's 4.35 million guns. I'm more and more convinced that what underlies our most seemingly insoluble problems is fear. We're afraid of our neighbors. We're afraid of the government. We're afraid that society is falling apart. We're afraid that the church is falling apart or for the more conspiratorially minded, that there are sinister forces at work within our society that for some reason hate families, hate freedom, hate religion, hate America, hate us. And at the root of all of this fear for many people is the fear of loss of privilege and fear that somehow God has abandoned us. Most times our fear leaves us paralyzed. In our worst days, our fear makes us irrational, panicked, and violent. Elijah got the message that even in the desert, on the verge of death, that God had not abandoned him or abandoned his people. With that reminder, Elijah gathered his strength to do what God asked of him. Jesus said, I am the bread of life to remind his people that they will need to rely on him for the nourishment and nurturing of their spirits every day. We are also reassured that God will never abandon us, even in our darker days, but will provide what we need. It may not always be the nice rack of lamb, but it will be enough when we trust that God himself feeds us and asks us to nourish each other, even despite our fears. <laughs>